0: I'm not like them, but I can pretend
1: I think I'm dumb. Maybe just I think I'm dumb. My accent's from too, and I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, I'm blatantly Australian.
2: Like. Yeah, you sound Australian to me. Um, well, let's it's do not the that quick I ed- think
1: too, like, it's pretty. I don't know, I've got sort of like a bit of an ochre inflection in there i don't know you can sort of ham it up either way <laughs> <on the situation. laughs>
2: well i love your voice well this is um we're oh, back guys you. this is i just i started recording i hope that's okay amy but this is uh thoughts oh, and yeah, prayers of um and a is putting his babies to sleep um, oh that's his so wife...
1: cute How i know it's adorable
2: they? they're three and one
1: i'm totally gonna steal them <laughs> no, actually, i have, not. But like, I'm in such a baby mood.
2: Are I you? I say mood, well,
1: but I mean like life phase.
2: <laughs> that um, that adorable voice you hear is the famous Amy Therese. Hi, Amy.
1: Hello, hello. I would be very reticent to call me famous, but hi, how are you going?
2: I think you're Twitter famous. I I, I think you're part of the Twitterati. You know.
1: Oh dear, no, please no. I um I posted a couple of selfies last week and I basically wanted to um uh KMS in Minecraft after <laughs> I was just like this is not what I do. I just want to be invisible. Could I just go back to that now, please?
2: Um, so you're in a baby mood these days?
1: Yeah, I would quite like to have a baby at some point in the foreseeable future.
2: <laughs> yeah. Well, that's cool. We're just talking yeah. about
1: your podcast partners, um, kids. That's how that. Oh wait, do you wait? Do you talk about that sort of thing on here?
2: Oh yeah, yeah, we talk. Oh, about Oh, okay. I was worried. Yeah. I like I never <laughs> do.
1: <docked you. laughs> Sorry, I'm so no. used to the. I'm so used to the right wing and ons, and like I never know who's revealing what at what point. Especially the ones yeah. you've been friends with for a while, because like sometimes you just have to double check, like what you know from the timeline versus what you know from like being your friend off the timeline and I'll have to be like wait fuck is that is that public knowledge like I don't want yeah, to don't know yeah
2: no we his art part of our brand is like he's a dad I'm a degenerate you oh, know so we have exactly. like a we we have it's like a, nice a dual yeah we have like a dual thing going it's like,
1: it's like sliding doors like the different <laughs> like the different yeah the, the different not taken for each other
2: yeah the different ways manhood could theoretically yeah go. totally yeah um so i i i heard you on um basil's podcast first who you adorably call basil um okay. i'm I just,
1: australian what do i don't i can't i'm sorry i'm not <laughs> gonna say basil <laughs> like it's not, that's not it. i can't do that basil, well I,
2: I just i loved i loved listening to you and i think you're a hilarious poster we did get in a little of tiny twitter beef once, but i don't even know if you remember because i
1: oh i don't yeah. i like i literally to me like twitter's like it's for the lols so i don't i You'd have to, like, I can't think of anything anyone could say to me that would, like, that I would probably even remember it enough to be mad later. Like, I I really don't care.
2: (laughs) Well, you actually made me, you actually won me over in the midst of it because you were kind of um, dragging my friend David Moulton and I was, like, defending him. And somehow it got to a point where you said, just go back to your gay group chat and sodomize each other while crying um, and I, I could not that's stop, so mean. Uh, but <laughs> I could not stop laughing. I was like,
1: <laughs> I was like,
2: I love what, her. What that is,
1: mean? Oh I was my like, God. that is
2: such. I mean, to be fair, I think I called you a meth head before that, but I was just oh, like, so it was,
1: funny.
2: it was just crack. It just, I was like, wow, <laughs> she is so funny. Um, yeah, I never get, so. yeah,
1: the internet's hilarious. People always call me a meth head. I find that very funny. Like, I've not like, that meth is such a like street drug <laughs> Like, <laughs> i wouldn't even know where to get meth i um have besides i have add i could just go get legal meth it's fine
2: does australia even like have meth the way the u.s does the u.s has tons uh, of meth, i think obviously. everywhere
1: has everywhere with white people's gonna have meth i would assume right
2: yeah it's definitely like the white people's crack, a hundred percent.
1: Oh, absolutely, yeah, totally. <laughs> yeah. Um. What?
2: So I we, we could just kind of talk, but I wanted to know a little bit about your um lore because I know you've you've been online. You've been how long have you been posting?
1: About five years, I think, maybe thereabouts.
2: Okay, and we but like to been ask
1: some long. There's been some long hiatuses because um the. The forum, the microblogging forum that we all enjoy uh, sometimes gets a little sick of me for a couple years at a time. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I had like a couple of years where I didn't have my account. I had six months where I didn't have it last year. I just got it back after four months. So like it's very, um, it's very patchy, but I always usually like um, I usually will start an alt when like if I get suspended and then eventually I get back again it's fine oh yeah Basil's done the same thing so you're familiar with that whole
2: oh yeah 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 yeah. I'm definitely familiar with it but like how do you what happened what do you know what happened because like you and Basil and a bunch of people and like this guy Slumgoy that I like too like all of you were like suddenly back one day and like I I never
1: Yeah so I got banned a few months ago but I've had this happen many times before and like I know I they always restore my account it's always because leftists have mass reported it blah 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 so you just have to eventually someone like bothers to look into the details because they automatically just reject all the appeals and until eventually someone decides to actually read the fucking form (laughs) Anyway, so for the first few months, I'd just like every time one of my appeals would get rejected, I would write another one and I'd just do this on a rotating cycle. And after like the first three months, I was like, okay, I'm I'm fucking over this. And I just stopped bothering to submit them anymore. Like I'd submitted like 40 at that point. Like, come on. Anyway, um, I don't know what it is. I have this weird like gut instinct, intuition, vibes thing that like I always listen to it because it's always correct. Anyway, like um, maybe like five <laughs> or six weeks ago, just out of nowhere one day, I was just like, I get this weird feeling that, I, that if I do an appeal, I'm going to be allowed to come back. I have no idea why I think this, but I just did it anyway. And literally yeah. like all the other ones, I'd fully made an effort to like incorporate like my fucking case as to why I didn't violate the terms and conditions and you like you know you copy paste the terms and conditions <laughs> and like all these rules lawyering bullshit total waste of time anyway I was like not in the mood for any kind of effort post so I was just like can you just please take mercy on me <laughs> like something yeah. as pathetic as that and yeah three hours later my um account was back I literally I have no fucking idea why and I quickly <laughs> like when I got it back I I spoke to Basil and I was like do an appeal now whoever it is that's manning the force today (laughs) is feeling generous so yeah the person
2: the person took their meth today they're they're actually doing their job they're reading the (laughs) they're reading the appeals
0: yeah
1: but I always (laughs) feel like doing their job is like keeping certain people off the platform frankly I don't think it's an accident that they're always fucking anyway whatever I'm just being
2: No, no, I think you're right. I definitely think that they like turn like I I think it's like faucets. Like I think they turn on and off certain faucets because like
1: yeah,
2: because I'll like notice you know like all my friends are. I mean, I've 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 barely been posting a year, and I like didn't even really have a following until like six months ago, and it's it's still not even that big. But I have even noticed now that like. You know, there'll be like periods of time where, like, I'll like randomly be getting posts that have like twenty and thirty thousand likes, and then suddenly, like, I have like ten views on stuff. You know what yeah, I mean? It's very, and yeah, it- it's
1: very strange. I've I've been shadow banned for years anyway. Like, even when I have my account, I get like zero. Like, my um, follow count is high, not high, but like it's moderate, and it's right. um, and it's all organic. Like, I've never. I don't have any, like, bots and shit. But, but like, the velocity of my tweets has always been, like, ever since a few years ago, it just created and it's just been, like, held. <laughs> they just hold it at a very low velocity, which is fine. You, it just means you're basically preaching to the choir rather than sort of ever breaking out of that, which, again, don't care. I, I literally yeah. post just to get extra thoughts out of my head. I'm not, like doing some fucking mission or have like some specific like you know social justice crusade to achieve like I it's literally like can I just get all this ADD shit out of my head please like I just dump all my extra <laughs> thoughts in there so
2: yeah so it's like a it's like more of a diary for you than anything else
1: no not a diary it's literally like I just have all these garbage extra thoughts and I just offload them into the stupid app that's literally it. and then I talk to my friends in the group chat like I don't care yeah it's so yeah. cute how boys will have, like, proper strategies and they'll, like, write, like, practice posts and have this, like, all this, like, well-orchestrated shit and I just laugh at them. I'm like, I cannot imagine having <laughs> to make that much heaven.
2: <laughs> you're breaking up just a little bit. I don't know if you can adjust anything. I can understand you, but I just want to make sure.
1: I'll just check. It might be the Wi-Fi.
2: Oh, um, you're back. You sound good again. Is that
1: better? Okay, yeah, Um, I I might have been a little far from the mic. I just have got a bit closer now, so.
2: Oh, now it's breaking up again. Hello? Say something real quick. Hello? Can you hear me?
1: Okay, what I'll do is I'll get my other. I have a faster Wi-Fi. I'll just get it, okay?
2: Okay. Okay, if you have to go back out and come back in, that's fine.
1: Oh, no, no, no. I just have to walk over and get it. Okay. Dammit, I can't plug it in. Okay, that's not going to work. We can't do that. Okay, is that better now?
2: Yeah, it just sounds a little patchy, but say one more thing. Hello. Okay, you sound good. All right, we'll edit all that out. Um, Yeah, it is funny how boys do have, like, a whole little strategy game to – kind of like game Twitter you know what I mean
1: well it's yeah it's such like classically like it's good it's male behavior like men solve problems and do things in like a logical like strategic manner (laughs) it's just funny like being a dumb bitch who can just like emote (laughs) into the app and (laughs) and that's enough like what
2: (laughs) yeah I feel like halfway between like a, like the male-brained like logical approach where I try to like create some self-mythologizing around myself and then a lot of just like dumb bitch like tweets
1: yeah I think them. a lot of gays are like that that make, yeah. like makes total sense you've got like a bit of spiritual female in you and I've got Definitely. a lot more spiritual male than the average female so it's like funny
2: yeah so what was your like were you always on like right, like what we like, whatever we want to call it, right wing Twitter, or were you in another space and then like kind of n- navigated over to over to here?
1: Yeah. So, okay. So, I, I always thought that I was like, um, left wing, so to speak. Um, but okay. also I'm, a, but also I'm Australian. So, to my mind, what that meant was like, I, um, I just, I, I think like sort of social. Well, I did think. I don't think it anymore, not in relation to the States. But I, I sort of uh, was, like, in the Sanders milieu of, like, the sort of class reductionist Marxists. And my whole thing was, like, I want people to have health care and decent wages and, like... Um, can you just stop being so crazy can you fuck off can you fuck off with the black nationalism and the police abolition and the like accusing every man who looks at you the wrong way of gang rape like I just it was (laughs) all it was so crazy for about four years three and a half years there like I don't know to me especially in Australia like we have a labor party like we have a bunch of unions like I don't know my whole thing is like, I just want people to have a fair go of it. And that, but that's it, like, and also as a Marxist, like I, I like I actually analyze things in at least, you know, to the extent that I thought was reasonable, like through a class lens. Anyway, these people, they've never read Marx. They don't understand like the, anyway, the point is that what happened was I just kept like every issue that would crop up on the left I would find myself looking at the way these, like, people in my Book Coalition would respond. It's like, these people are out of their goddamn minds. Like, every single issue it's just like, I can't, I can't just pretend this is normal. And I would just, like, say the most, like, banal, truthful things and be like, are we sure this is a good idea?
0: <laughs>
1: and I would just get cancelled to high heaven, like, Every 48 hours, there was a new hit on Amy for being, you know, the worst person in the world, blah, blah, blah. Like, the point is that, like, three-year period perhaps between, like, no, maybe two and a half years between, like, 2018 through twenty end of 2020, it was just, like... The left just showed how batshit crazy it was. I fought with them about everything and changed nothing. So it was like a very instructive experience. It's like <laughs> the, these people don't change. You can't reason with them. They're out of their minds. Uh, they, they have no breaks. That's the other thing. They have no chill. They have no breaks. They'll literally burn down half the fucking country and be screaming about abolishing the police. And it's like I thought, we were, like, I thought the idea was for people to have health care. And you're just burning shit down. (laughs) This is crazy. Anyway, so, um, yeah, so what happened was, like, I pretty quickly, like, honestly, I have to say the time I actually realized it all, when I knew it was all over, it was actually the beginning of 2019. I watched what they did to um, Nick Sandman. Like I watched that explode on Twitter. Wait, where who's like,
2: that? I don't I, I don't know who that okay. is. Who is that? Do
1: you remember at the Washington Mall, there was this kid who was smiling? He's wearing a MAGA oh, hat. Oh,
2: okay. Yes, yes. Yeah, yes, not yeah.
1: hurting anyone, school kid, minding his own fucking business, some weird Indian dudes like walking up to him and shit. And he's just standing there with like <clears throat> perfectly inoffensive look on his face. And then right. Literally, I watched the entire media, like, and I mean across this, across the so-called political spectrum. I mean, I think the political spectrum's sort of fake if we're talking about, like, national review, like, as if they're meant to be right-wing. It's like, no, these are just fucking libtards, too. Point being, right. it was, like, all the ostensibly right-wing, and, like, all the ostensibly conservative and liberal and leftist media – They literally just wanted to beat the shit out of this kid. Like, they were talking about how they wanted to assault him, how that face is so punchable, like, all this straight up, like, very dark, violent shit towards a child who was like 16 years old at the time, standing there, not doing anything wrong. And I'm just like, it just, like, (laughs) it became very clear to me, like, how much, like, seething rage and animus that all these motherfuckers have towards I mean I already knew it but in that moment I was like they just fucking hate white men that much like they hate him. yeah they hate him <laughs> because <laughs> he's a white guy and he's just standing there doing nothing wrong and and they literally want to rip him limb from limb and I sort of something about it like I was very much still like on the left and I was still at the beginning like i just about to start my podcast and we were like commenting on and sort of basically giving advice by proxy to the Bernie campaign but it was um i, I made a post at the time i just remember like something i could feel something in my in my deep, 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 deep. I house like i'm going to be a fucking trump voter. i'm going to be a trump supporter in 6 months i made a post like that <laughs> and like anyway so 6 months later i was getting canceled again by some dickhead who works at the SPLC. And um, I guess it, she was trying to paint me as a Nazi and accusing me of interacting with Nazis, all this nonsense. Oh, that's and a I,
2: classic. They'll call yeah. anyone a Nazi.
1: Yeah, and even though I'm, like, socially aware, I was sort of, like, I was very naive as to all these, like, fuckhead tactics that people use because i've never interacted with freaks like this in sydney like i have nice friends and like i didn't get engaged with psychos like
2: yeah yeah
1: so it was all sort of new to me in a way and so but at the same time like i i sort of knew in my bones i'm like I'm not bending, like this bitch is just, this is just an attack. It's very obviously just an attack. I'm not apologising when I did nothing wrong, like suck my dick. That's how what I was thinking. <laughs> I didn't say that. But like anyway, the point is that this went on and on for like 48 hours and there's all these other media cretins getting in on the action. It's just like, on and on, and I guess it turns out I would guess I was supposed to throw under the bus the other person she was implicating. I I didn't realize this. I was told this afterwards, but um, apparently some Daily Stormer writer, quote unquote Nazi, had interacted with me. I'd liked his tweet. It was a fucking anonymous account. How how do I know who writes at the Daily <laughs> Stormer? I don't read it. Like I don't. <laughs> I don't know, like, now, like four years, three years later, like I'm totally much more <laughs> familiar with like the intricacies of like <laughs> neo-Nazi fash gay Twitter. But like <laughs> I didn't know anything back then. Like I was uh, actually naive. Anyway, um the point being that in that whole hullabaloo um uh bunch like a couple of um guys from uh frog twitter like just uh, and right-wing anonymous guys sort of saw this whole fucking spectacle and i guess they were so used to seeing things like this where eventually you just throw the throw the nazi under the bus or whatever and because i didn't do that they were like oh that's sort of interesting that's very unexpected (laughs) like what the fuck yeah yeah anyway and then we became friends and then i sort of I, i suddenly occurred to me that actually and like um and Suddenly, I realized, like, wait, my politics are more like these people's. I, th- th- it makes sense here, I don't make sense over there. But that took me a while to realize, like, um, like, I this was like mid 2019, and then it sort of took like by the end of 2020, I was like, get the fuck away from the left, they're totally evil, poisoned, like, just well, by that, away I mean, by then, they had. Have-
2: by then, they had shown that they're like, that they're literally fascists because by then they had like done their whole COVID regime shit and just like completely shown that, like, and in the US, I mean, you mentioned it, like, I was literally, I, I live in New York and it's like, watching the fucking what they called peaceful protests that were like (laughs) literally like burning everything down yeah they're just the
1: biggest (laughs) fucking liars as well I can't deal with lies I just I'm too autistic for it it annoys me too much it triggers me it's like a big autism trigger for me like I start steaming out and all these cunts are lying to my face like just get away from me like I don't want to talk to you if you're just gonna lie like fuck off it's pointless
2: and you pointed something out that I think is so true. It's like what one of their tactics is to do the the most disingenuous reading of anything. Anyone, oh, says. that's deliberate. Like, they do that always. Yeah. they just make yeah. shit
1: up. Like they just make you say what they want you to have said. It's like, can I didn't say that. We both know. That I know. I mean, so it. many,
2: t- so many times. Like I like I. So I've really railed against um, surrogacy, right? I'm like, it's evil. It's bad. We shouldn't have surrogacy, you know, whatever. And then, like, gay guys will comment on my stuff and be like, "So you think all gay men are pedophiles?"
1: Yes, and I'm like, "That's the only thing you can do is to say yes and." It's like that whole like improv thing. That's the only way it works. You have to keep it moving, so you just have to say yes and. And it's like, yeah, I I mean, that's what I I eventually started doing that with the Nazi accusations because there's no point fighting them. Yes, yes, yeah. absolutely. I'm a big huge Nazi fascist. Absolutely, sure. Yeah, cool. I Whatever. know. Well,
2: that's, I mean, Basil, like, Basil actually, you know, we're, we live close by to each other and I've gotten to know him in real life and he's really, like, trained me in that. He's like... Oh, he's really he's good a... like
1: that, isn't he? He's good at yeah, that. Yeah, he's he, great like, at it. Little... Yeah, yeah, he's good.
2: He's like, don't give him a millimeter. Like, don't give them anything. Just, you know what I mean? Like, just completely... I think
1: It's so frustrating because, like, the more of, like, a reasonable, well-meaning person you are, the more effective their fuckhead tactics are. Like, if you're a cunt, like, their shit never works on you anyway. It's only on, like, nice people who are self-reflective and don't want to be mean (laughs) that any of this shit works on. Do you know what I mean? Like, if you're a bastard, (laughs) they come and get all in your mentions and you'd just be like, fuck off, I don't care. Do you know what I I mean? Like, it's only the people who care and, like, want to be nice and want people to feel good and not you know feel offended or whatever it's only the people who care who that whose skin they can get on well,
2: what i finally like, because i am one of those people like you're pegging me 100 yeah. like, like i was yeah. raised catholic i have like a guilt <laughs> complex like i feel i feel guilty <laughs> about like literally everything like i tripped over a lady on the subway yesterday who had a, a boot on her leg and i was like i'm gonna think about this for like six months like right. you know what I mean? I know I just, that's it. just how that's just how I am but anyway what I was um realizing and like what I feel like people like Basil have taught me is that like no one actually is offended like the, the, oh, the in their, no, one's fa- in it's their
1: all, no no they just want you to be the bad guy they're not offended yeah, they in any way No, completely
2: they're not a, yeah, yeah that's that's what yeah, I finally also, learned most of, them have,
1: most of them don't have feelings <laughs> they're just bully predators cry bully predators yeah. like they're not actually hurt or offended or anything they just want power over you that's all it is it's just a it's little game about of power. social domination yeah it's, it's just fucking bullshit i think that's the one thing that saved me is that like for you know in a whole bunch of like womanly domains and like whatever else you know uh or women have insecurities whatever but like i'm lucky that i'm not insecure in terms of like Intelligence and righteousness. Like if I think I'm right about something, I'm not gonna like just buckle. And also, like I'm not dumb, and at least I know that about myself. And so that's sort of the one thing that's saving me with these It's Like because what they're trying to do is social domination, and I'm not like they're uh, they're too low down the fucking social ladder to pull that shit for <laughs> it to make sense to me like i just on some level i was just like no this feels wrong no not having it
2: i know i true. mean i was in a bunch of like um because i went to like cl- like a classic like liberal arts school in America. And so I was, I was, like, deep within, like, the fucking pit of, like, the leftist organizations and stuff. And, like, so much of the time, and, like, I was, I was, I'm 35, so, like, I was, Mm -hmm. I was in college, like, I feel like right when,
1: We're yeah, age. like, yeah. right
2: when DEI was, like, really popping off. And, like, looking back... Yeah, like when
1: it was just starting to... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it, it was just
2: starting. And, like, 80% of every meeting was just, like, everyone litigating, like, some sort of something oh, that someone... oh
1: time-wasting like, shit. Yeah. yeah.
2: Yeah. Like, no it's one's all, doing it's literally like It's
1: spiritually female. So, like, I read this book. I forgot the name of it, but I'll... Oh, yes, no, remembered it now. Uh, Warriors and warriors, something like that. And basically it's about like male and female sort of like evolutionary biology and sort of behavioral patterns and stuff. And basically like the way men engage with one another, it's like they'll basically figure out like uh, where they each land in uh, an implicit like dominance hierarchy. And once they're comfortably in – like once they comfortably understand the sort of hierarchy between a bunch of guys – they can then just like solve problems together, do things together, have fun together, there's no drama and they like do things. Whereas women's way of being is that they all tell one another that they're equal, like everyone's equal, like, you know, no one's better than anyone else or that (laughs) crap. And then what they're actually doing all the time is status seeking and striving to obtain the maximal advantage for herself and her progeny. And so women are always doing this no everyone's equal we're all socialists like everybody's equal blah blah
2: oh but, like, i am they fascinated get I... A leg up
1: on the mfa next to them they will like shiv her they'll push her off a fucking 20-story building <laughs> like women are batshit crazy but the way they exercise power is like always in the dark manipulatively like in these just like totally indirect fucking retarded ways and the other thing is that like they don't solve problems in a discrete manner. It's always this like, like triangulated third party manner that never actually reckons with anything head on. And basically what this book is saying is that this is sort of like the same as how like a woman's work in terms of care work, in terms of like children, you know, it it takes at least maybe 15 years before you can fully leave them alone or whatever. But so what that means is like women tend to just sort of leave everything running at this like lower intensity, like retard level. And that's what that meeting <laughs> stuff is. Like you're not solving any problems. You're just fucking it, yacking. And like nothing changes, you're not solving anything. It's just like this, just like yammering nonsense anyway that's like a very much like female shit that's i can't handle any of those spaces or any of that shit i'm like can we just solve the problem and then fuck off like what, what are we doing um and i think that like that's what all those institutions and things are it's just crap it's just female bullshit
2: yeah it's i i, I, I have to read this because i'm obsessed with competitive femininity because i feel like as a gay man like obviously i've been in a lot of yeah, like,
1: you're sort of in it Yeah, yeah, I'm sort of like you in that way. Yeah, for sure.
2: Yeah, and gay guys are the worst because they have like kind of both. Like they have like, (laughs) but it's like someone someone said something to which is why like they are so sinister. Like the the term sinister homosexual like is true. But like one thing that (laughs) I um that I like find interesting, I guess, about someone said this to me, and I'm curious what you think about it. But someone Mm -hmm. said men do you know, almost all of, if not most of the physical violence on the planet, but women do most of, if not all of the psychic violence on the planet. Yeah,
1: definitely. Women are fucking spiritual demons. <laughs> I mean,
2: yeah, and I, kind do, of I like, would That's... say
1: women do, like, I would say women do maybe, like, at least 80% minimum. Yeah, be, of, like, the, si- but there's a lot of of the... Of the psychological. There's yeah, there's the increasingly fucking, like, effeminate, like, spiritually gay men who are, like spiritually gay but actually straight dudes and they can be very bitchy and, like, very passive-aggressive. So I'd give them at least, like, maybe 10 to 15% of it. But, yeah, no, we're, yeah, women are – I think that also the other thing is, like, you know how our whole generation, we had all that anti-bullying bullshit. But really, <laughs> the kind of anti-bullying it was is, like, don't punch the cunt next to you when he deserves to be punched. But then all yeah. that ends up happening is that the kid who deserved to be punched in the face because that's actually socially healthy for if you're a little if you're a little fucking bastard to the kids around you and eventually it gets to the point where like you get hit, that's actually socially instructive. That's good. That's like that builds character. But instead they make it so you can't you can't punch the kid who's being fucking infuriating. So he grows up to continue being <laughs> infuriating. But more importantly, most of the power that then gets exercised, most of the bullying that ends up happening, is female bullying. Because it's, it's like, yeah. oh no, you can't hit kids, you can't do physical violence, but it just means that like they end up exercising power and quote unquote violence through other means, which is like
2: well, and we've given
1: and all that shit.
2: We've given the like bullied. It's like we've almost like elevated. Like, the kids should have some level of like working out hierarchies amongst themselves. Yeah, and like, absolutely. I, you know, I, I was, I was, you know, bullied or whatever, whatever, I, whatever word you want to use. Like I was a little gay kid, but like that was instructive for me. You know what I mean? Like, it was good for me to see, like, I guess, like, you know, what, um, yeah basically like you know what like ways of behaving in the world ways of being in the world ways that seemed too much I and mean, it's, it's
1: like so intercourse of a kind you're gonna need to be doing that for the rest of your life like you need to figure of out of course how yeah how to handle, you need to, handle that kind yeah. of personality profile yeah
2: so it, it's, like, it's like it's like in the
1: playground won't be like he's not gonna be the last of them Do you know what I mean? Like you're running, controlling, unkind people throughout your life. So you need to learn how to fucking deal with them. Not like you need to learn how to deal with them. But intervene, yeah.
2: But don't you think we've sort of like elevated the lowest? Like that's kind of where I was going with this. Like we've sort of like made, like we've made the bullied like the top somehow. So we've sort of like elevated like like the bottom of the.
1: Yeah, we yeah (laughs) yeah no, they fetishize like suffering, fucking losers. And then they'll put, like, the losers, uh, like, they'll let losers be, put them in a position they shouldn't be in. Like, look at what's going on with this Claudine Gay shit.
2: I was about to say her. I was like, look at Harvard.
1: But, like, I'm sorry. That's literally, like, the thing is, they try to say things like, oh, you're being bigoted. Oh, it's a conspiracy theory. But the beauty of all this, like, this is all well known. It's all out in the open. Like, the actual system is blatantly discriminatory to white men, Asians of both genders. I'm pretty sure it's a little bit discriminatory towards white girls, but much worse for like white boys. Um, And then like Jewish and Asian kids. Like it it is openly and blatantly like it overvalues black, uh, like black kids to a stupid extent. And like it will give positions to kids who are underqualified. That then it will like to black kids who are less qualified then white kids who are more qualified, like that's literally what the thing does, like that's how it works, this has all been like, anyway, the point being that like, the idea that it's bigger to to say that the affirmative action hire is less, uh, is not there by merit, it's like, yeah, by definition. Of course well, it's infi- it's it's
2: it's infuriating because they do this. This is this Claudine Gay thing has really shown me this. Like, it's infuriating because they do this thing where they're like, affirmative action is good. Like, people who affirmative have... action
1: is bad. It's it, no, it's no. no but, like, right? but like,
2: but like, but. But they do this crazy argument where they're like, yeah. we need affirmative we need affirmative action yeah, because okay. people people have been disadvantaged, so we need fuck to put them there." But that, but then if you point out that they were put there by affirmative action, you're bigoted. But I'm like, I thought that was good. I they're thought it was. They're just fucking I with thought, you. They're just yeah. fucking with
1: you. The whole thing's a head fuck. Fuck off. Like the thing is, there's always been um, the the. the it's really annoying insofar as like I think this shit was sort of like at a perfect level in this like high, not hypothetical, but this historical moment that I don't think you can sort of pause it there. But truly, I really think like that particular historical moment where like actually the very meritorious like black people and the tiny like maybe 5% of women who were very clever and could handle themselves intellectually around men, like I don't know, maybe this is sometime in like the 60s or 50s that was actually good. That's what you want. You want, like, the people who are the best. That's all you want in there. Like, fuck it. Fuck it. Like, just do it purely on merit. That's how I see it anyway. But also yeah. just on merit, you would probably lack You would probably lack some charisma. Like, you'd sort – but then again, maybe it wouldn't. I don't know. The point being that if you deliberately give all this affirmative action shit to people who are underqualified, you're, you're deliberately, like, condemning – like that particular minority group to be seen as affirmative action <laughs> beneficiaries
0: too. I like
1: know. It's it, it makes creating a- the racism that you pretend
0: to oppose.
2: <laughs> it's definitely like we were... Hi, A, welcome. What's up, fam? <laughs> um But oh, it, yeah, it, it makes... A- this is amy's here for us
1: now hi we're just talking about how
2: affirmative action makes everyone more racist oh, ultimately sorry, i didn't mean to oh nothing. for sure i mean
1: i saw it when i was growing like it's so fucking the thing i've always just found the fucking strangest thing is when i get on twitter and i see all these like <laughs> my peers who are women and they're like Spouting all this nonsense about like women being uh, oppressed and (laughs) patriarchy and all this shit. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? I feel like my entire life, like every, like every which way you look, there's like a, I can get like, it's easier for me because I'm a chick. Like, that's literally been the case because I grew up at a particular moment in history where women had broken into all the institutions and they were, like, fetishizing, like, women's entryism into everything. There's, like, a, I'm sorry, but, like, these people are delusional. They're just fucking lying. Like, take I, your I've daughter never... to
0: work. Did they have take your daughter to work day And where you grew up? Mm,
1: I don't think so insofar as, like, my dad – Uh, he, he was, it was always like, he had his own, he was the boss at, from when I was like six or something. So like, it was his, like it, it was his business rather than being someone else's. (laughs) 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 Take your job at work. Like, what does that even mean? (laughs) (laughs) Um, but yeah, we know we had, um. I just uh, remember
0: that was a thing here. It was like only for girls, you know, it wasn't like, uh, I don't know. Yeah.
1: I remember it was like maybe it's like eighth grade or something we were doing some bullshit career seminar I was such a little shit in high school and I was so bored in this stupid seminar we were doing and we, uh they asked for volunteers to talk about the work experience we did at the holidays and I hadn't done it obviously because I'm not going to work for free on my holidays get bent anyway but I just got <laughs> up and pretended I went to like a, a tax firm I think Sorry, I just remembered that. That's so weird. I just like got up in front of my whole grade and like told some big lie about working at a tax firm for work experience. And it was, yeah. (laughs) What
2: what did you say that you did at the tax firm? (laughs) I just
1: made some shit up about like accounting and forms and bullshit. It was a really weird (laughs) thing to do. Sorry, I just thought of that because you said take your daughter to work. No, I think that's funny. (laughs) You know where that came from, Sorry
2: a always a always makes fun of me because i lie as a hobby but pretend that i'm but, but pretend that i'm very truthful but oh, really? i do like I, I do like to say little little lies all the time to make things more oh, interesting funny. or whatever that
1: makes things spicier yeah.
2: yeah it definitely I'm like does i'm pathologically
1: um, honest as an adult I, it makes me laugh now to imagine standing up and just telling the like huge lies in front of my old class but my <laughs> friends knew I was bullshitting so it's fine I think
2: kids kids kind of I mean I don't know if you could I, I don't know if your old. kids are even old enough to do this but
1: through high school like I was just entertaining kid,
2: kids do lie a lot though I, I think they do
1: I mean I don't even <laughs> do think it's kids- lying. I just think it's bullshitting like kids You're just don't really yeah. care at a certain point, yeah. <laughs> they just say shit. It doesn't like.
2: So anything. I w- can I ask? Can-
1: yeah, you can ask anything.
2: I want to ask. Well, okay, I have a few questions for you. Like so what Australia is like this like foreign land <laughs> to me. It's like difficult for me to even like conceptualize of it, but it seems like sort of like alternate America in a lot of ways. Right. Like there's, you know, it's obviously was settled by the British. You guys speak English. You send all your movie stars over here to be <laughs> totally. like, just you know, totally so it just, it, it just feels like, you know, like alternate America, like, how like what are what do you see as what do you see as like the fundamental differences between like australia like anything you want to talk about culture Mm -hmm. politics like i'm just curious like how how you perceive america
1: i've felt like a just totally um irrational spiritual kinship with america since i was a little kid i don't know why um my first boyfriend was american i don't know whatever anyway um was he
2: living there in australia
1: yeah, 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 yeah. This is where we're in Oh, okay, high okay,
2: school. okay. Yeah.
1: Um, but yeah. Uh, I think that like there are a lot of cultural similarities. I think politically, like we've always referred to our, well, not always, but often, our, our political system gets described as like a Westminster system, like as in a mashup of like um, uh, Washington and Westminster. So it's, oh. it's sort of got like aspects of the British and then aspects of the American political system. I think probably uh, one of the biggest differences is that we are so much less overtly political. Um, like, oh, okay. so for instance, like, you know, how you guys, not you guys specifically, but uh, Americans will like to one degree or another sort of fall into one partisan camp or the other. You know, they'll sort of be, like, loosely red or blue to some extent at least. Um, Aussies don't think of – like, we don't conceive of anything like a political identity. Like, there's no such thing. Like, no one thinks of themselves as, like – like that's not how anyone does anything. We don't really give a shit. Most Aussies, not most, but like many Australians, will be like they're they're all bastards. I the fuck them all. Like <laughs> they, I don't know. It's just like it's also because um, I think there are certain aspects to our like the way um, politics works here that make it a lot more centrist, a lot more, a lot less. Um, a lot less participatory insofar as you guys have a lot more um, space for activism within the system, which sort of creates uh space for like social movements and all that shit, which is like, that's when citizens get all involved. Whereas we have a lot less capacity for that. Our politics is a lot more sort of like, like a whole bunch of things where you guys will elect different people to like uh, all sorts of positions. We don't, we will have like uh non-partisan bureaucrats appointed to those like they'll be hired by yeah. a f- bureaucracy but it's not like like yeah, in the states like a lot of those bureaucracies will be like largely sort of lefty liberal like sort of have a partisan lean ours don't have that like our technocrats are just fu- like they're just nerds like they're not we don't it's not like They're true functionaries. Yeah, yeah, totally. And like, I think uh, Barry Weiss said, I think, when she was down here for a little while, she's like, yeah, Aussies just don't care about politics and they don't really have culture wars. And that's basically true. (laughs) Like,
2: What about the stuff with the (coughs) – sorry, (laughs) I have a little bit of a cold – what about That's the okay. stuff with the aboriginals is there like is there like a is there a movement i mean we had the, the gay race
1: communism uh yeah referendum. that was so retarded i'm so glad well, what that was, was
2: that about that. i was so confused like so what was oh that God, even was about so i dumb. remember that it made
1: no sense it made no fucking sense whatsoever and luckily the libs and labor were like overzealous and over overplayed their hand basically like okay Every now and then some dickhead in Australian politics decides that like that Australia has original sin in relation to the Indigenous Australians and just turns it into this like performative political ritual. It It fucking started like 60 years ago with like Gough Whitlam went into the desert and got some like sand poured into his hand from this Indigenous guy and like I guess all the green, like all the lefties in the cities, they love this shit. Anyway, so um, every like labor leader ever since has done some stupid gay ritualistic bullshit with the indigenous people. Nothing it's actually like your, it's, it's in like, terms their like lives.
2: Your, it's like your land acknowledgements, like how we do, like how the oh, politicians yeah, so, do that here. So,
1: they've, uh, that has never made any sense to me ever since <laughs> I was a kid. I remember the first time I saw that and I literally, I, I said to my dad, I'm like, why are they, if they're saying sorry, why don't they give it back? like <laughs> it just doesn't make sense like either you're sorry so you give it back or you just shut the fuck up yeah. but it's like almost pouring uh, to me it was like pouring yeah. salt in the wound like sorry we stole your land but yeah. we're, st- we're sticking around the hay like what <laughs> what are you doing that's so rude <laughs> like you stole it just have some grace <laughs> stop talking about it <laughs> So the
2: the the law wanted to like install some sort of aboriginal wing of the government or something? Yeah, it was it was so
1: fucking nutty. Okay, so what apparently happened was that like a bunch of Aboriginal leaders again, I don't trust any of this shit. When they say Aboriginal leaders, what they mean is people who are like one-eighth Aboriginal who work at the Curry Center and Melbourne University will then go out to like remote communities and talk to the people there. And it's just like, it's. <laughs> I don't know, I don't trust any of it. But the point being, they did some kind of consultative process with all the Indigenous people in Australia, allegedly. And what they decided they wanted was a quote-unquote voice to parliament, which, again, this is all insanity to me. But the idea was that um, the constitution would, we would change the constitution to put in a provision that A, recognised Indigenous people as the original inhabitants of this land which is like dude that is such a slam dunk like literally everyone in the country would just be like yep sweet cool no problem absolutely we can do that tick tick boom so of course that's not the simple fucking provision that we voted on it had that as the first part and then the second part is not only will we recognize indigenous people but we'll also install this like body full of aboriginal leaders or elders or whatever the fuck um and these people basically uh get to it's like an advisory committee comprised of indigenous people and again when we say indigenous people in australia you need to understand that because we had a stolen generation in the 20th century there is a very significant number uh, not even so much significant number. It's more that, like, the people who are influential in all these, like, stupid political lobbying activist crap, they're literally, like, as white as I am. And, like, they look I've white. I've noticed that. They're A lot of them look super
2: white. <laughs> it's so dumb.
1: I mean, it's fine. I don't want to <laughs> degrade their ancestry, their lineage, all that shit. But, like, we're all Australian. Like, can we just cut the crap? Anyway, the point being that they wanted this basically, like, deliberately, like, black on the basis of race not on the basis of skin color like indigenous like fake parliament that can provide advice to the actual parliament (laughs) these people are appointed not elected and also the advice is like non-binding and they don't have any real like they don't have any (laughs) ostensibly they don't have any actual power. But that's how I knew it was all crap. I was like, no, you don't put the you're not putting this into a constitution if they don't have actual power, number one. Number two, the provisions, the way it's written, is just so wide that all that's gonna end up happening is we're gonna have 20 years worth of litigation in the high court just like the shit that went down in the States over the last sort of 30, 40 years where you just get a bunch of like entrepreneurial young lawyers and activist faggots and you just end up having like all this brand new stuff that gets opened up that we have no idea of like what it could potentially be at this point. That's why they're giving us this wide open ambiguous bullshit because like why would you have a fucking fake parliament full of people who have no authority and no power to do anything? It doesn't make any sense
2: yeah i don't know that is that is bizarre. giving advice
1: I, like what are you talking about uh, what
2: <laughs> they could I mean, give advice we, on I,
1: any they could give advice on any bill that was before the parliament the concerned what indigenous we
2: did here is we just we just made the like native reservations their like own countries kind of yeah i think that's how it works here so they could they could they can give advice on their like kind of shithole land it was smart how you did the gambling thing That's yeah the fun. gambling thing was smart that was good that was a good move on their part and the cigarettes yeah we but
1: see awful. we have a lot of corrupt like these corrupt like <laughs> one-eighth indigenous people they like sell out all the mining rights and stuff so they have ways to like get theirs but then they just end up being like wealthy and not, and then the remote communities are fucked I don't know, whatever. Well, that's just like, really that's just it. like
2: what happened here with BLM. Like we found out they were all just like buying mansions. What do you
1: mean like... we found out? I'm sorry. Anyone who believed any of that from the beginning? <laughs> of <laughs> course, right. that's what this was all along. Duh.
2: It's like a big money grab. Oh Obvious, my God. Man. Are
1: you serious? Did you like, hear
2: about, did you hear Amy about the Boston mayor who was having a, uh no whites christmas party What? oh yeah she's married that's, to a
1: white guy they always are yeah, she's married a, to
2: a white guy but yeah. she was she sent out an email yes
1: it's the said, ilhan orma thing yes absolutely
2: they all Same love thing. white cog. they all love big yes. white hog and then she yes, sent I out an email to
1: they love being colonized in the bedroom absolutely
2: i de- know but de-
1: de- the workplace
2: decolonize the pussy first um no but a um they were basically what like happened was is she sent an email out for a, only colleagues of color christmas party but she sent it to everyone <laughs> so yeah, all the white the, people saw, this saw stuff, that they were is just,
1: this stuff is like Yikes. their subconscious tells on them all the time that's what all this is like she wanted to get in trouble this is all, i don't i don't believe any of this is like accidental even if it is accidental i think on some level like They always show you like they she wanted this she wanted to get in trouble. She wanted to have some big gay fight where she's the center for attention and she's like, you know, doing this woke shit. Because you uh, women love attention. That's all this is.
0: (laughs) (laughs) But imagine if that was the opposite, like an all white, like a white power Christmas, you know. Like that would, you know, it's just crazy. Like, you know, if they were just like, oh, we're having, like, a white Christmas party. A white That's, only. Yeah.
1: That's yeah. not how this works.
2: <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: <laughs> Obviously.
2: Oh, my God. Yeah. No, it is. It is. Yeah. The whole well, thing so is so. If you try to
1: have a white nationalist Christmas party, it literally all be Latinx, um, self-hating Jewish people who are in denial, and um, and a few Gay people. <laughs> Like literally, and, like there, there, they're, like there's, there was a uh, one white guy that they had to import from Ireland in the entire like white nationalist crowd. <laughs> like literally, Keith Woods is the only white guy in that entire milieu, <laughs> and he's not even I American. Love, I, they literally I had love, to get a migrant to do that.
2: <laughs> I love finding out. Um like so many like right wing like whatever white white guy racist whatever you want to call no, them
1: they they're literally all like or they're if like they are a white
2: guy,
1: yeah or if they are a white guy they're a 100% married to a litkins or an asian chick like every time
2: yeah <laughs> yeah or they're jewish there's always some reveal it's yeah. like it's never yeah. it's or never, Michelin. like just, yeah
1: there's a lot of Michelin. in yeah <laughs> it's also um,
2: so do you have any like favorite like I, I don't know Do you have any favorite Twitter beefs or do you or you just really just like uh, once I it's don't over, like you just beefs
1: don't... I don't care You're good at it
2: though You're so good at it, Amy <laughs> Like you you don't get any pleasure out of it. You say I, such I, funny, I've watched you beef with I like Jack, at, I, the perfume nationalist. I, I, no,
1: I tried, no, I overtly tried not to beef with Jack. He was trying to start beefing me for fucking months and he kept pushing it. And I just, I kept walking away. <laughs> and then one day he's just, he went too far and I was just like, "Can't, I'm going to end you. <laughs> <laughs> and then I just had to, like, walk- I just had to stop because I find it all very unseemly. Like, I don't like, I don't like that kind of conduct. Like, it's it's just fucking gay. Like, if you don't like, sorry, I don't mean gay. You know what I mean? But, like, if you don't like Amy, someone, you just- don't have
2: to apologize yeah. to me about sorry, that. Sorry, but
1: <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's just, like, if you don't like someone, just just don't talk to them just mute them and fucking ignore them like what what's the point of having little gay like silly drama it's pointless like I don't but you're like one
2: of the masters of it like you are like
1: No, but I like like arguing when there's actually like a substantive point to it but I eventually realized with Twitter that no one clocks the substantive point that I think I'm arguing anyway all they see is drama
2: yeah
1: (laughs) it's all pointless so there's no point with any of the drama but I take the bait sometimes i took the bait with that silly bitch the other day the rad femme girl but oh uh, i've been trying to avoid her
2: yeah when i saw that yeah, i've been
1: trying not to i've been trying not to argue with her for months and like i'm pretty good at it usually i just ignore it don't let it get under my skin bitch has just been so feral the other day and i just had to i couldn't help but snap at her and then i was like amy can you just be the adult in the room and not do that again
2: You've actually beefed with a lot of our former guests, which cracks me up. Because yeah, Radfam, Hitler Jack, and then oh, Trans Amy. You guys had that giant. Oh yeah, the Skinwalker. The Skinwalker. The Skinwalker, skin which was such a like. You really are good at it. I like whatever you say. <laughs> you are you are good at coming up with like just really the Skinwalker reference was like. I don't wow. think that
1: was me. I think that was uh, Howling Howling mutant. That I I don't okay. think I coined that. That's definitely his <laughs> coinage because I admired anyway. it too. I found it hilarious.
2: <laughs> it's so funny. Yeah, I don't know. The thing about I've been trying to be so much better about not being like mean on Twitter because I feel like it's
1: fine, it's um, fine to be mean. Whatever. I
2: know, but it, like sometimes it's like I feel like I get so and I'm like getting so invested and I'm like have this like oh, manic gotcha. energy. Okay. That yeah, yeah, thing I'm, is I when you feel like, yeah,
0: you spent all day just like mad as fuck and then you realize then at the end of the day, you just feel like a retard.
2: Yeah, I'm telling some. In- I'm, I'm like, I'm like typing. I'm like a gay guy, like typing to some <laughs> incel. Like, your bloodline is gonna end with you, faggot. And it's like, what am I even doing? Like, like That's you know funny. what I mean? No, yeah, like, I, I have
1: some this- um, Like, I'm put like this is something that it took me a while to get to this point. But I literally, like, I have like I'm not emotionally invested into it. I'm like, it literally any like I don't care what anyone says to me on there. I've heard it all before. If I'm, like, saying something mean to someone, it's, I'm just trying to get rid of them. Like, I don't actually have any animus towards them at all. I don't know them. It, this is a complete yeah. Like, I don't have any emotions in relation to it. It's just not real to me at all. Like.
2: Yeah, no, I mean, of course. At the end of the day, it's just, like, all little people on your phone, you know? <laughs> little faces yeah, in no, your phone <laughs>
1: like i have my friends but the like to the extent that i would consider anyone on their friend like i'm like i talk to them off the app anyway You
2: know what I mean? Yeah. No, I mean, the thing that I think that I don't, the only thing I, the only behavior on Twitter that really does, oh, whoa, I wasn't talking to the mic. The only, I just got these after 14 months, A finally got me to buy headphones. Um, The only thing (laughs) that I, um, the only thing that does bother me on Twitter, which I'm sure you've seen this too, is I hate when you can tell that there was some like group chat, like cabal meeting And like, you're just, you get, you kind of just get pounced, you just get trounced. They just descend
0: on you. Yeah. yeah, And
2: it's like, you're just getting the, you can tell they've all already had their little like shit talk about you and they're all just coming for you. And I just find that's behavior. I'm like, I'm like, grow up. This is. You mean when the,
1: well, like when you get swarmed yeah like when you get swarmed and you can now. and you can
2: tell it was sort of like you can tell it was sort of like orchestrated in some group chat or something yeah, it's see, like... the
1: thing. i put my if you t- if you turn your notifications to mutuals only you don't like that shit becomes completely
2: invisible yeah you just don't even see it i don't see it like if
1: one of my tweets goes like if the libtards find one of my tweets and start wetting their pants over it i have no idea <laughs> i don't see it it doesn't That's enter dead. my life in any way it's it makes Twitter much more pleasant, honestly.
2: I know. I need to, I need to take your – I saw your advice today about, like, how to make Twitter – Like, um... if you
1: want. You don't have to. Some people prefer, like, knowing what's going on. But I just prefer being, like, uh, detached from it. Well, yeah, I've, I really I've, like I've told – I don't care otherwise.
2: I've told people to stop sending me stuff. Like a friend sent me the other day, like Oh yeah, that's a good post. strategy.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I've told I told my yeah. friends that years ago. Like, don't send me all don't these me. Posts. I don't care. I do need to yeah. do it. <laughs> <care. laughs>
2: because someone sent a me a someone sent me a link to this Reddit thread of a tweet I made about asexuals. And the <laughs> joke was literally like why do asexuals have to come out? Like, imagine telling your parents that you. There's nothing find. to
1: come out. It's fake.
2: Yeah, it's was fake. like like sitting in front of your parents and it's being woke like, incel. I don't have. It's
1: just a woke word for insult.
2: I know, I'm but like, so I
1: tweeted
0: it. that, I'm and then this. You fucking clown! Another Twitter guy chimping
2: out about yeah, <laughs> and like the Reddit the Reddit thread had but like Reddit. Like 40,000 comments or something, like some insane amount of comments. And I was like, yeah, don't send me it, this. Like, I don't want to see this, you, you know?
1: 40,000 fucking incels.
2: <laughs>
1: Obviously. But isn't also, that so true? everyone says on the internet is literally like, like, okay, 99% of people on the internet are not mentally ill, but personality disordered and also not very bright. And so everything they're saying <laughs> is just like, projection and their own fucking problems and there's maybe like one or two percent of people in the internet who have something remotely intelligent or insightful to say and they're not the people commenting on some fucking reddit thread so it's fine just ignore everything. yeah like you don't have to pay any attention to any of it don't take any of it seriously they're all just t- making who are noise.
2: accounts that you who are accounts that you really like like who are accounts that like do it for you
1: um Basically like all of the sort of the corn like the the right wing anonymous guys that I'm sorta of good friends with and then there's a couple of face fags among us as well, like um like Cafe Non, um Okay Scott, ZHP, um BAP obviously second city bureaucrat, like that whole crowd. I don't know.
2: Yeah, Bap's good. Bap, Bap's a real I actually give him a lot of credit. He's a real phenomenon. He really did yeah, something. Yeah, he's really
1: like uh I think he's like smart. And the thing that really actually made me like him the most a few years ago is when I realized um this is in like twenty nineteen or something. It would make me so sad to see like young men basically walk into these fed traps. And I don't I already liked Babbitt, sort of encountered him a little bit, but then um then I realised he was like one of the only people among that whole sphere who was like consistently messaging to young men like, do not go and get yourself fucking arrested at these things like, you know, Charlottesville or this that and like he's like to me what that communicates is that like he's not just a fuck with like trying to gin up these like fake and gay movements for whatever self-gratification is like he actually cares enough about these kids to be like okay don't do this stupid shit because it will harm you and like that made me be like oh okay actually like I I think he's good you know what I mean and then we became you know friendly after that and all the rest but like yeah he's good he's good people that whole like crowd is good people I think
2: yeah, I think he <laughs> I think he actually wants like I read his book and everything and I think he actually genuinely wants young men to feel, you know,
1: yeah, better about it's themselves
2: it's because, it's like it's every, like because like every because all the all the messages Yeah, all the messaging is like you're like a terrible violent rapist terrible. that you that, know, that just that off. just yeah, just needs just needs to be like constantly like, you know, like i don't i don't know whatever
1: all the time
2: (laughs) yeah long housed long housed
1: yeah
2: Yeah. what do you think about all the what do you think about all the dudes posting their vasectomies amy (laughs) their vasectomy like
1: they're absolute faggots.
0: faggots
1: i just can't believe this is even a thing what the fuck are you doing like number one it is so spiritually female to post shit on the internet for attention (laughs)
0: like
1: why don't you post a selfie you absolute fucking clown it's just loser shit um there was this weird like weird phase in the 60s and 70s where the boomers were doing the same thing um there's this very funny letter from the one of the lawyers for the rover suede case sarah waddington her first husband like wrote this letter hilarious letter to Bill Clinton like the first time he got elected and he's like going on about like the black kids in the ghetto and how they need to like shoot depot Prevera into the ghetto to reduce the black birth rate and all the shit, it's so hardcore, like it's the shit that only like hardcore workouts <laughs> would say today. It's but like, it's like some like- Hillary
2: Clinton it's like some Hillary Clinton shit, those super predators. Yeah, yeah, totally. yeah, yeah,
1: predators. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But then this guy like he kept going on and on but anyway, so yeah, he was just basically trying to get um, Bill Clinton to put all this like birth control Basically, put birth control in the water supply. Anyway, um, the, the way he ended off the letter was by um, uh, just just casually referencing the fact that he'd uh, had a vasect- like that he'd had this nip like two decades ago, and like you know, no children because you know he doesn't want to you know harm the planet or whatever the fuck. Just this self congratulatory sentence, and I'm like, you people are so weird. It's like this weird thing for a minute <laughs> there, like. Do you, did you ever see any of the population bomb stuff or the like population paranoia no, basically for about 40 years like from about like the ninth, maybe not 40 that's a stretch maybe about 30 years from sort of the 40s through to the 70s there was like a very overt and very well funded like the population's going to explode beyond earth's capacity to feed people meme And the Rockefellers were funding all this, like, um, birth reduction technology in the third world. They were basically, like, implanting all this wacky shit into, like, underprivileged women to experiment on, like, reducing the birth rate in the third world. And, like, they were fully paranoid that, like, um, by, you know, uh, I think it was, like, 2010 or 2020, um, the amount of people on Earth was going to be so large that, like, we couldn't create enough food to feed and all this shit. it was so dumb but like i mean for they're still doing 30s, that basically paranoid about it it's just it's now so, they
0: frame it in terms of like the climate can't handle it yeah
2: and but it's it's so it, yeah, yeah. With climate
1: and women's lib like it's women's mm-hmm. liberation women should have the choice and shit and they but they go and push like abortion in fully catholic third world countries and you're like this isn't about choice. you just want them to have less you want them to kill their kids we know it's fine
2: it's just crazy because anyone with eyes can see that, like, we're not filled up. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's like, I like, I mean, driving across, I'm sure Australia is like this too. Like, driving across America, which I, you know, I've done a lot. It's like, most of it is just like fucking like nothing. There's like nothing yeah, anywhere. It's, it's like, just like trees. a lot of
1: it's uninhabitable.
2: <laughs> I guess, like, well, Australia, that's...
1: In the desert.
2: Well, Australia, that's true, but a lot of America is inhabitable and there's just really nothing there. You know, there's that's huge true. parts of there's huge parts of it with like these you know, the giant freshwater lakes and stuff. There's like there's nothing around a lot of those. You know what I mean? They're, it's just like, I get that Australia is truly a desert. I understand that. But, you know, it's like, I don't know. No, I mean, lot it's lot just all just like, total
1: I mean, bullshit. For it.
2: <laughs> Yeah, it's
1: all bullshit. It's they Also, they just hate, no, they hate life. They actually want to, like, reduce the human population. Like, they think that humans are harming the earth and the earth is more important. Well, and they just,
0: they view, view us as the herd or whatever that they, you know, they'd rather just not have to deal with managing us and making sure we're all like happy with our little, you know, air conditioning or whatever, you know, it's just easier if there's just less Yeah, of you'll earn nothing so, and you'll yeah. be
1: happy. Yeah. Can't I already own nothing. Like, how you... <laughs> Watch. That's not aspirational <laughs> for me, okay?
2: most people essentially own nothing which like no one even really thinks about it's like the vast majority of people even if you have a house or whatever it's like the bank kind of owns your shit i've been living you know? in a
1: motel for two months at this point this is my yeah. life yeah. hilarious <laughs> you see, all these people you're like, like a- you're like
2: amy <laughs> therese can't take shit for me <laughs> literally like
1: technically homeless and all these retards posting this garbage about homelessness and i'm like do you have any like they don't get that like the people sleeping rough on the streets are like 1% of the homeless population. And they're literally crackheads. Yeah. Like that once you're sleeping in a tent on the street, you're, you're a crackhead. <laughs> like that's not where you are. If you're just uh, having a bad time getting work or whatever the fuck, even if you like actually really having trouble getting housing for a long time, there are alternatives. Like, it, it, like people who are, like in any way like sane and not a junkie they're not the ones setting up tent encampments in public in like anyway whatever
2: I don't No, you're right and there's there's obviously some level of like like I you know there's some level of choice to that I mean you can like I mean I've talked to homeless people before and stuff and it's like to some extent, like they do, kind of just want to like do drugs and go get a meal somewhere, and then go back out and do more drugs. And
1: I mean, it's not great. Know. Like, if your life gets to that, like it, it sucks.
2: It's sad, of course. Yeah, I'm of not. Course but it's like, sad. ultimately,
1: like I think that um, as a society, we do have, like, we do have to make decisions about our values. And as far as I'm concerned, like a society that's livable. For like families, it's children, like a wide variety of people, is one where you don't have vagrants shooting up in public. I'm sorry, no, and, and it's like and it's it, tolerable for me, like that's not no, civilized.
2: I, and it's so insane they make it. They like one thing I hate about the libs is like that when they interview them and they're like, "What who who's who's it hurting?" And I'm like, you know, literally on the way Society. to work the other day, I walked, pa- I, I walked past a guy. Butt naked, laying on the subway vent, like you know what I mean. Just and like shit is all around him. Like I don't even know. I like tried to like look away, but it's like that Stop is judging not
1: judging him. Okay, you're judging him.
2: <laughs> that is not. That is not. He's
1: having, he's having a great time. Okay, buddy.
2: It's his lifestyle cue. <laughs> yeah, it's just not healthy. It's not healthy to see, and it's not healthy for all these kids to see. And it's just like it's you disgusting. know and. And I and I think but and I think what's
1: to say it's it, disgusting and it's pathetic. It's, it's, it's disgusting. It
2: disgusted me. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. The wisdom
1: of repugnance is real. Like I'm sorry, <laughs> we are embodied creatures. If you feel visceral revulsion, fear, like disgust, like that, these are like real feelings. I'm not saying that in and of their own right, you know, that your disgust intuitions should dictate your morality or whatever, but like that you feel visceral disgust for a reason.
2: Of course. And I think that like, like, you should just have
1: to swallow that and say it's, they do this with everything. It's the same with like the transsexuals in bathrooms or whatever. They just try to tell you that like your natural reactions to their boundary violations. Are you being a bigot? And it's like, no, actually this is not appropriate back off. Like,
2: which is, which is fascinating because they're the side that's like obsessed with like, you know, whatever, like sexual transgression. But then they're like, yeah, a dude with a nine inch dick can like change in like the girls' locker room, like in front of What do of
1: you your... mean they're obsessed with sexual transgression?
2: Oh, well it's just like defining it. Like Me like, Too. Like, like the Me Too. too. Right. They're obsessed
1: yeah. with women. That's that's more longhouse. They love women love having power over men. That's all that was.
2: No, of course, but I'm just saying like what allegedly. What you if you look
1: at it through that frame, then the contradictions disappear.
2: Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. You're right. If you, this if is why you, they're you denying
1: just... all the stuff that happened with the Hamas rapes.
2: Right. What are you
1: even talking about? There's no evidence for that. Okay, there's literally a mountain of forensic evidence testimony. Like, it's it, it did happen. Like, it's awful, and I'm not saying that it means anything necessarily in terms of like, uh, subsequent military responses or whatever. None of that. But like, those motherfuckers believed the dumbest and most outlandish lying harpies with the most redu- Like, they literally pushed the notion that Tara Reid got finger-blasted by Joe Biden in the tunnels underneath <laughs> Congress. That's what they were pushing in the months before the election. Like, that was the dumbest, most ridiculous shit I've ever heard. And the very self-same leftist pundits who pushed that canard are trying to tell us that they believe Joe Biden's a rapist, but these Hamas murderers are not. I'm sorry, calm <laughs> off it, get the fuck out of here. It's not about the sexual transgressions. It's about to whatever extent it serves their coalition, <laughs> and if it doesn't, it doesn't exist, and they will deny it.
2: Yeah, it's actually helpful. I like. I like you've done this to me a couple times during this conversation, and it is helpful because when you when you kind of admit what they're actually doing, the yeah, the contradictions it's all do. Enemy, baby. Like,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah it the, it makes sense once you see, so yeah,
2: yeah. And it's like once you're over, once you're over the wall, and you like yeah, stop playing, yeah. stop playing their game. You're like, actually, it is all logical because it's it just, all consistent. Yeah. They
1: just want power, <laughs> like
2: yeah, they apex predators. <laughs>
1: yeah.
2: Yeah. No, it's true. I mean, that's something Basil always says too, which I find really interesting. Is that like the Constitution was basically rewritten in the United States with the Civil Rights Act,
1: a hundred percent, and
2: yeah. that's like, and that's the new Constitution, and basically yeah. everything, everything since then has just been a project to, you know, reorganize society based on these, yeah, these new whatever. Bad.
1: That's what I was really worried that 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 gay race communism bullshit would open basically a. Uh, door or window for that to um
2: come through.
1: Come here. Yeah, basically. Not not that to come here, but, but basically for a very similar process to take place to create something analogous here.
2: Yeah. A, hey, do you have any questions for Amy since she popped in late? <laughs> <laughs> um not. No, <laughs> it's, it's okay. the straight guy. The straight guy answer. Um, <laughs> we were telling. I was telling her your kids are adorable. So oh. we we were talking a little bit about that. Yeah, yeah thing
1: About yeah. coming to steal them. <laughs>
2: oh. I said we have a daddy degenerate thing going. Whereas like I'm degenerate and you're like an actual dad. That's like part of our our brand, you know. Yeah,
0: I mean, yeah. I'm a, I'm a reformed degenerate. Um so it's not like I'm just a great person. I just
1: (laughs) Oh yeah no that's what like all our friends are at this point I think really that's either they've like you know whores who've become housewives and like
0: (laughs) guys who are like a little bit
1: manosphere or whatever, like a little bit whatever whatever back in the day and now they're like settled down. It's cute. I need to settle down.
2: Yeah, <laughs> you're gonna get there, girl. Well, listen, we'll, we should probably um, wrap it up. But you guys know where to find Amy. And Amy, come come to New York sometime. So me, you, me, and Basil. Yes, yeah, so I'm all coming go out. next
1: year. I was supposed to come to te- uh, Texas for the Natalism conference this year. Like, it was oh. last week. But um. Um, yeah, but with all this housing and a bunch of other shit that happened, like popped off for me this year. I was like, damn it, I'm gonna have to push it back to next year but i'm definitely gonna come next year it's been yeah too long. i would
2: love to meet you and i know i know basil and i would love to take you out so and it was lovely talking with you and i, I oh, hope you awesome. have a. I yeah, know you have another really another i know you have another uh pod to go to but we'll we'll have you back on soon yeah thanks oh, for thank coming you so on. so much for having me <laughs> all right bye thoughts and prayers listeners love you guys
1: Bye.